Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Hey, Greta here. If you are looking for a podcast that feels like a conversation with your best friend, then I bet you would really enjoy Text Me Back. It's a new show from our public radio friends over at KUOW in Seattle. And today... We are bringing you a special preview of the show. Text Me Back is hosted by best-selling author Lindy West and her real-life best friend, democracy and judiciary policy expert Megan Hatcher-Mays. Listening in on the long-distance friendship between these two smart and hilarious women is such a treat. In each episode, Lindy and Megan talk about what's going on in their lives, the news, and their text chains. That means they are digging into politics, strange headlines, and new pop culture obsessions. Text Me Back is about making your favorite people laugh, even when the world gets you down. Take a listen. podcast from KUOW about best friends, the best animals, and the worst people. I'm Lindy West. And I am Megan Hatcher-Mays. Lindy, it's our podcast again. And here we are. uh, Here we are, present on the podcast. And I have some tidings for you. And you know, last time we did this, you had a beautiful song that you wrote. And it I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm intimidated, you know, by your composition mm-hmm. skills. Mm-hmm. That uh, was you know, my intention. Yep, and you're a longtime member of the Northwest Girls Choirs. So it's like, how can I compete? Correct. With not only <laughs> your singing and composition ability, but also the fashion of that time is so mm. grand. You know, this yes. is really difficult for me. But I just thought, you know, if this is going to be a co-equal podcast, I should really carry my weight. So I composed my own tiding song for today's tiding segment oh my god that's so cute that you tried yeah you can't see me (laughs) actually you can but i'm wearing a northwest girls choir vest that i got off of ebay it has a (laughs) has a giant sold their 1999 (laughs) era northwest girl choir touring choir uniform which was a pair of palazzo pants and the tiniest genies vest (laughs) of all time it has like a giant music note on the back or something i don't know no it was Uh, like paisley with sequins it was like bedazzled paisley it was made of felt it was black with blue piping yeah and then you wore it with the biggest palazzo pants yeah people are ever seen when i said i was wearing the vest that was stolen valor i i didn't i don't have a vest 
Anyway, here's you know the song. What? Yes. I, oh. No, go ahead. I just wanted to say that I do still have my pants, but they made me give back the <laughs> they made me give back the vest. <laughs> that hey, that's good stuff. You can't just be throwing around vests like that. Well, but I earned it with my as you said, Valor. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. in the trenches of choir. Yeah, you fought in the girl choir w- wars of 1991. Yeah, it was serious stuff. Sure did. Sure did. Anyway, here's my okay. song. It goes. Go. Do you have it? Do you have it? Tidings. So, so do you? That's just, it's just not what I expected. It's just not what I expected. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe Um, um, you're not ready for what you really brought. Can I say that? Yes. You really brought something that's been missing from this podcast. That's right. A little urban flavor. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. You know what? I don't think that um, people are ready. For like the kind of girl choir I want to put together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. People are not ready. Not ready. <laughs> what is this? The Bronx 1982? <laughs> Who do you think you are? Cool Modi? Who do you think you are? Mike O'Malley? <laughs> I do think that. Anyways, I do, do, do have some tidings. We talked about, um, you know, something that's been weighing really heavily on my heart. Okay. Uh, for what? a while now. You know, I've been, bi- I've, We'd- I've, yeah, this is my tiding. Oh, I'm oh, upset. Oh. <laughs> and I, oh, shit. Because- <laughs> anyway, we talked about this a little yep. bit. Uh, something's mm. weighing really heavily on me. This is my tiding. I, I am the victim of some pretty serious, seri- some pretty serious bullying, Lindy. Oh, no. The, the perpetrator is a, is a young woman by the name of Brenda entertainment oh. baby and she hey hey <laughs> listen this is serious lindy uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> she is a uh-huh. six-year-old purebred pomeranian who m- my husband and i adopted she's a demon <laughs> she's a purebred minuscule demon and Did you he- adopt her or were you punished mm. by being forced <laughs> to be her her jailers and also her, her servants? I actually yeah. am kind of her hostage. So the, here's the thing about Brenda. First of all, I love her so much, and all I've ever all I want is for her to be like, I don't know gain the power of speech and tell me that I'm her favorite. But it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. She prefers my husband to like a almost to like an insulting degree. It's like I don't exist when this man is in our home. It's vile. It's repulsive. Yeah. And yet here I am ready to lay my life down for this tiny dog. Yeah. She's horrible. And also she does kind of keep me hostage, you know, because you know this because when you visited me, you met Brenda. And I think it went great. I think you guys are besties, right? Megan. Oh. Look. Oh. It's not that I'm not sympathetic to your plight. Oh. It's just that it's a little insensitive for you mm-hmm. to tell me mm-hmm. that you have been bullied by Brenda <laughs> when the way that this dog has spoken to me. I know. 
Listen, I thought you were a feminist, Lindy. When you come in the room, does Brenda look at you and say, yarp, 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 yarp? No, no. She looks at you and she says, oh, there's my mommy that I love slightly less than my dada. But when I come in the room, she's like, who's that? Osama bin Laden? Like... Osama bin Lindy. Osama bin Lindy. Is she? I don't. I have not. I have not done anything to her except try to. That's not true. You. What? You know what you did? You stood up and walked around in my condo, which you should know is a felony. Get a grip, Lindy. So Brenda, the reason that I have, by the way, the reason I have a purebred Pomeranian is not because I went out and bought one. I got her for zero (laughs) dollars. Yeah, it was a fire sale. Because she's, she's a defective. lemon. <laughs> yeah, she's a lemon. <laughs> and, the, and the shelter was like, we'll pay you to take her because she's got problems. And I was like, oh, okay. She's got a chronic illness. It's called mega esophagus, uh, which means, I don't know, her like her esophagus is like a limp noodle. Um, yeah, I have that too, but I use it to <laughs> eat hot dogs. <laughs> Brenda's not allowed. She has to eat. I have to take her food. I have to take her wet food and roll it up into little meatballs and then feed her the meatballs. And I have to hold her upright for 20 minutes after every meal. Otherwise, she'll get sick. Yeah. And here's the thing. When she gets upset and she starts barking, that aggravates the potential for illness. (laughs) So she's just sort of like, oh, here's my Brenda impression. And she just kind of like pukes all over the floor. Um, And this is after I like sweat away in the kitchen, rolling up her little meatballs. It's like, it's like, none of this means anything to her. (laughs) Your whole house smells like meatballs. I can attest. And uh, not the the nonna's Italiano kind. No. (laughs) No, here's what's interesting about this to me. Yeah. Mega esophagus sounds like kind of cool yeah like it sounds, it sounds extremely like, metal uh, yeah yeah what a superhero might have yeah. a superhero like me who absolutely houses multiple hot dogs at once without it's like, chewing it's like dave mustaine of mega esophagus <laughs> yes <laughs> you know what i mean but what you're <laughs> but actually me- mega esophagus makes you very frail and weak and wow. like not metal at all <laughs> It's very sad. Oh, here's a fun fact about mega esophagus. Dogs who had it in the past didn't have very good outcomes, you know, because it's really hard for them to keep food down and they fail to thrive, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't survive. Um, And it turns out some researchers at Washington State University, by the way, that's a nod (gasps) to... Hometown Good heroes. Old Washington State uh, hometown heroes. They discovered that if you give dogs with mega esophagus a dosage of, you guessed it, Viagra, <laughs> they're what? more likely to keep food down. So not only, not only am I rolling up little meatballs for this little demon who doesn't even like me, I have to give her two doses of Viagra a day. Okay. <laughs> couple of questions so question one what you're telling me is that you have to make your dog's esophagus erect and horny for meatballs i so that uh, she doesn't aspirate her food and die i would like the record to reflect that i didn't say that at all question two why did the scientist why did the scientist discover this why did the scientist feed viagra to a dog it's not for me to question the great minds of science. 
and so I won't. I yes. <laughs> so I I follow a lot of defective dogs on Instagram. Yes, and so I have seen dogs with with mega esophagus before, and it seems like usually what they do is someone will build the dog a little custom high chair so that yeah. they are sitting upright while they eat their food but that's not what you guys chose to do no you chose first of all it's called it's called a bailey chair first of all okay okay um and you can have them specially made and we just didn't do that because she's so tiny and it's so fun to carry her around you know but this is a huge time commitment you have to feed (laughs) brenda meatball by meatball and then you have to hold her upright for half an hour 20 minutes 20 minutes Mm. 20 minutes minutes. is half an hour first of all yeah first of all but then during that 20 minutes you're getting just the sliver of pomeranian love that you fought so hard for so what if you're busy (laughs) busy doing what my job get a grip (laughs) okay so here's my here's my last question yeah uh how's it going is it working is brenda aspirating no. What's the Here's what plan? happened. So I sat her down. I was like, listen, ma'am, enough with the bullying, enough with the, <laughs> you know, and the, and the puking. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to establish some para- parameters around here. You better start acting right. You know? Mm. So I sat her down and I said, I need you to sign this paperwork. It's called the no puke pledge. And we're not going to puke. <laughs> we're not going to puke anymore. We're not going to do that. You can still bully Lindy, mm-hmm. but we're not puking anymore. Okay. <laughs> hey. You know what she did? She signed it and she never puked again? No. Lindy, she puked on the paper. She puked, <laughs> she, she puked right on it. Listen, she's not she's not a good girl. Brenda Entertainment <laughs> Baby is not a good girl. And she and she doesn't even like me. That's the best part. I just want to say that obviously it was emotionally distressing for me to have a dog not like me yeah um tell me Brenda about it is very she's very <laughs> cute and i just wanted to hold her and it's have her unbelievable like me. Uh, honestly brenda's unbelievable but, like she's, oh, a, car- she's, so she's a cartoon character her eyes are yeah. perfect spheres of you know an yeah. unknowing black void like she's unbelievable yeah just an angel she looks just like if a little a little fox became best friends with a bear and then she came into your house and curled right up into a little croissant it's un became best friends with a bear is that a euphemism for had sex no, without a like, baby no it's like they became one <laughs> well, you, but not sexually became- <laughs> no it was like like spiritually <laughs> Well, like it was just weird because you just said she became they became best friends and then they came in your house, but then they were just one animal. Yes, exactly. Now you but- get it because there's something about Brenda that's very cosmic. It's not so it's not so pedestrian as sex, you know. No, it's I like some want sort it to of be. cosmic I intergalactic want to picture a bear and a fox. It's having like sex. no, it's like elven magic that put these two okay. things together to make them one. Good lord. You have a problem. Okay. Anyways, you have a problem called you're the, you said it. You're, you're the, the one 
who has the problem. Okay, but even worse than that, even worse than the emotional trauma that I feel from Brenda not liking me, it's so stressful because <laughs> the way that she expresses her hatred of me is by barking at yes. me, which causes her to vomit, which directly <laughs> endangers her life. Like she is going to hate me to death, to her own death, and yeah. I'm going to be responsible just because I clearly, I apparently have a bad vibe that yeah. caused Brenda to barf to death. Yeah, well, what am I supposed to do with that? Maybe you should pray on that, Lindy. Maybe you should <laughs> think about the impact that you're having on tiny Pomeranians. Okay. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I already told you, you committed the worst crime of them all, which was being tall and walking around. What is there not to get? <laughs> she did not like me when I was sitting down either, Megan. Come on. Anyway. Don't sugarcoat this. Okay. Here's the situation. As much as Brenda uh, despises me and you... Um, I still think she could take, I think she could take Barry, your dog. I think she could take oh, him Barry. in a little, in a little dog pageant. Mm-hmm. Barry, my dog? Mm-hmm. My beautiful boy? My Barry beautiful- Barry Saxophone Obama? <laughs> I think she Barry, could take him. His name is not Barry Saxophone Obama. His name is Barack Hussein Saxophone. Oh, I'm so because, sorry. I genuinely because, am very sorry. <laughs> because, because my dear- spouse aha mayfile wanted to name the dog saxophone and i said that's not a name <laughs> and then uh we argued about it and then i said is there a kind of saxophone that's more like a name and then i thought a baritone saxophone is mm-hmm. more commonly referred to as a berry saxophone to save time and so then i was like what if his name was berry secretly we know that it's barry saxophone and then aham said oh yeah and it's also barry like obama's nickname in college and then i said and i know this is problematic but oh well i said what if his name was barack hussein saxophone and then aham mayfile said yes and then i said no no that can't really be his name and then aham mayfile said yes it has to be his name so anyway Here's the Brenda guarantee. Brenda Entertainment Baby. Bing, bang, bong. She wins. Barry. No. No, noted, noted hat thief, absconder Look, of accessories. He can't did be he trusted. He stole your hat. Is that what happened? He stole your yeah. hat and your mat? Well, he ate it. Mm-hmm. He, I'm, yeah, he I'm ate curious. It? Yeah. He ruined he, it? Well, I wouldn't say ruined it, but it was in his mouth. Do you still have it? Do you wear it? Who could say, Lindy? That's not what's was important. Was there damage? Was there, there damage to the hat? There or was just a, dog saliva? Hey. There was a theft. There was a okay. theft. A theft is not a damage. A theft can be pl- can be playful. Yeah, remember when we were walking around? What was it, Sewer Park? I think <laughs> we came uh-huh. across like a oh, literally came across a pack of coyotes. Yeah. There were like three of them, and we were yeah. like, "Oh my god, we got to get out of here!" Come on, Barry. And Barry was like, "Why would we do that? Those are my three, my three friends." He like tried to hey. go over to them. Hey, those are my guys. Hey. What's up? The, the, those are my three best my best hey, boy, boyfriends uh, hey guys have you met my mom <laughs> hey come bite her arm and eat her friend's hat it's a gas so so strike yeah. two for barry he'll put you in mortal barry's, danger barry's sense of self-preservation is low minimal yeah. um the other yeah barry will um run right up to any wild animal and try to Good be friends him. Um, but okay, but this isn't about 
bravery. First of all, Barry does beat Brenda in a bravery <laughs> no, pageant. No, that's not true. But this is about a beauty pageant. And oh. Barry has the most silkiest oh. golden fur. Barry has Barry's a golden retriever. He is a pumpkin boy. He is a butterscotch <laughs> prince. He is so beautiful. He has uh his his ear fur when it gets wet, it self crimps. It gets a little crimped. It is so cute. He has the classic golden retriever quill pen tail. He has fluffy pants on his butt. Pantalones. He has pantalones. He is so freaking cute. And he has soulful brown eyes out of which he cannot see because he, like Brenda, is an inbred freak (laughs) with juvenile cataracts. I mean, and now I have to spend seven thousand dollars to get him new eyeballs. Oh, well, <laughs> I, I hope love this podcast is a smash. Um, <laughs> listen, if I were you, I would have stuck with bravery because I do actually think uh, Barry would win a bravery pageant because Brenda, um, after the Fourth of July, she wouldn't go outside unless we physically took her out there because she was like, "There's a noise out there." <laughs> even if you drop like a chapstick on the ground she won't speak to you for days (laughs) very very concerned (laughs) barry is afraid of not bears not cougars not massive harbor seals not coyotes however he is afraid of the dustpan mm. and if the dustpan is too close to his food bowl he will lie on the floor 15 feet away and go ah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not immediately apparent like because you are looking around and you're like why aren't you eating your dinner what's wrong because it's not like there's anything scary near the dinner and then eventually you remember oh yes oh, yeah. his great his greatest mortal foe <laughs> the, the dustpan yeah brenda is too small to get up on the bed by herself so every morning at like i would say i don't know 5 a.m she'll come to one side of the bed and go And then that's how you know you have to lift her up and put her in the bed. So I think actually what we're getting at is they both lose. They're both horrible. And maybe they're both the worst. They, maybe, they, maybe they should be best friends also. Yeah. Barry, uh, Barry can jump up onto anything, Ooh. but he is a lazy boy and he pretends like he can't so that we have to lift him for attention. I like he, he, he pretends like he cannot jump into the car and he just stands there. And then he turns around and looks back at you over his shoulder like, hello, excuse me, help me, excuse me, (laughs) please lift my little butt. And then you have to scoop his little butt up and push him into the car. Which is perfect wee butterscotch, by the way. (laughs) Please cup my butterscotch pantaloons (laughs) and whiff me into decor. I love him so much. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I love Brenda so much, and she's just like, eh, I've seen better. See, that's okay. Barry Barry loves me so much, and so that is the difference between us, is that I'm I'm beloved. You... Uh, I'm a stinker. Uh, debate, debase yourself for this dog. For this dog's love. And that's why Brenda wins. No. <laughs> no, she loses. I mean, I think we've come to the conclusion that No, it's a tie. It's Don't a say tie. That. Yeah, it's a tie between two stinkertons. <laughs>
That was a special sample of Text Me Back. You can listen to the rest of that episode and many more. It's all available in your favorite podcast app. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.